feature presentation. Welcome back to another Untitled Movie Review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside, he's allergic to tomatoes, but he is tomato meter approved, Eric Marchand. <laughs> Matt, it's day one. We're in a park of the Toronto International Film Festival. Not reviewing any TIFF movies yeah. yet. We've seen about, you know, nine in total. I haven't reviewed a single one. Not one, but we are reviewing Barbarian, which is an unofficial pick of the Toronto Midnight Madness That is lineup. true. We probably could have put the TIFF, maybe not officially, I should try we to should put the way. unofficial yeah the midnight dankness yeah. uh, logo on it dubbed yeah. by peter kaplowski who had a screening uh the other day which apparently went really well yeah last night uh it premiered uh a toronto premiere uh at midnight dankness which was kind of the um the prologue to midnight madness yeah. so it is kind of an unofficial tiff movie so maybe this is technically our first tiff review <laughs> i don't know I guess, yeah. Yeah, but we are reviewing Zach Craig's Barbarian, as Eric mentioned, uh, which should now be playing in uh, cinemas for you guys by the time. it's This is all a blur, everyone. As you can hear with the background noise Eric mentioned, we are recording all of our podcasts throughout the Toronto International Film Festival, kind of like on the go. Uh, you guys might remember this from a couple years ago. I think 2019 or 2018 we did this. Pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic yeah. we did this. Uh, I like the vibe of it. It, um, it gives a little down and dirty vibe, just like this movie. Yeah, it's it's super dank. <laughs> uh, still waiting for the podcast, Are You Afraid of the Dank? I still want to do that, um, yeah. But, you know, Barbarian is a film that we will be somewhat cryptic with the plot. Yeah. Because, like many critics, and including ourselves, um, we feel the best way to see this movie is not knowing anything going in or know as uh, the, the least amount as possible. Uh, and you will be pleasantly surprised and extremely disturbed uh, <laughs> in probably both ways and collectively. And just it, it's it's an interesting movie because like having, you know, I'm going to talk about Rogers for a second, like How going through all fucking dare the you. press uh uh, media, the kits and stuff like yeah. that. Like, I wanted to make sure that I didn't even allude to anything that, that was too specific yeah. because what Zach Kreger's movie does so well is it really flips the script in a way that you will never see coming yeah. and you could not predict... The Even if you have a little movie. bit of an idea, you're there were there, there were su- there were subtle there were subtle hints that like maybe after you've seen the movie and you go back and think about it, that will kind of allude to what the film is building to ultimately. Right. But I think the best way to see a movie like this is with you know a packed audience on a Friday night, not knowing anything, about and it. just yeah. enjoying it and and thinking like, okay, this is a director who hasn't really made a, a, a feature, feature narrative since Miss March. <laughs> March and you look at the the quality of this film because horror movies in general especially studio f- horror movies um, usually get a bad rap you know yeah. they're, they're usually considered Hit kind or of miss or just like, low grade yeah. you know exploitation or just kind of like trying to make a quick buck on on a weekend um, the filmmaking in this movie very incredible yeah like really 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 good and i'm i'm a thousand percent with you so we will be incredibly cryptic this will probably be one that we're like being very vague with our statements and we'll probably just really drive home of just like it is a a very entertaining very solid horror movie uh that is very disturbing and violent and crazy and um funny at times and like with some great performances and some great red herrings and just like and like you said just very assured and and really 
I, it, nice looking is not like I guess the right word for it because it's a lot of it's in like grimy, dirty basements and stuff like that. No, but but, like, the, but the the compositions and the craft yeah. and the framing of it, there's there's a technical prowess yeah. that's being. I love that flexed. truck is pulling up to us right, right now. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of sinister in a way. It kind of works like for the dump film truck because if you hear the, the a dump truck. That's uh, yeah, because the movie does take place in the automotive uh, automotive yeah. vehicle capital of Detroit. America in Detroit, and I do think it is trying to make a, a social commentary totally. on kind of the yeah. ruins of old Detroit specifically mm-hmm. in a post you know Reagan world um, economically speaking but yeah when when you, when you go into this film you know the trailer and a lot of the sort of plot synopsis in general are kind of showing you you know a young woman named Tess played by Georgina Campbell um, is prepping for a job interview and she books uh, kind of a house in the middle of nowhere in the ruins of old Detroit and um, she finds out that she's not the only one that booked uh, the location that uh, Bill Skarsgård's uh, character Keith also booked and that the location has been occupied so you know she reluctantly decides to take him up on his offer to stay the night but still somewhat cautious as understandably you would yeah. be especially for a young woman you know with a guy she does knows nothing does, about knows, yeah. knows nothing about she takes a photo of uh, his id and, and all that kind of stuff and um there from there we kind of get you know that classic like we hear noises in the middle of the night a door opens and you don't know who it was yeah and yeah. You know, for for every cliche or trope that is used, I think I think that all of that is intentional. It too. is, but it's also earned yeah. because there is some payoff that feels satisfying to why you know a character will make a certain choice to come back to a location yeah. or to which I brought up in my interview with Zach Gregor that you guys yes. can check out right now. And that is that that's important that's an important distinction within this genre is because you know a lot of the times whether it be a haunted house movie or a film where a character has to make a decision in order to confront something or someone. Yeah. Um you know there there's a lot of illogical choices being made just and, for the sake of it being a horror movie or needing yeah. the villain to succeed or or whatever and part of it is also getting a visceral reaction out of the audience kind of you know being like oh don't don't go in the basement and and that is that's exactly what i brought up in that interview and i think there's a fine line right of like you want your audience to be yelling at the screen don't don't go in there don't go do that but you don't want that suspension of disbelief to be so strong that your audience or the people watching goes no one would ever fucking do that like like no one would do that and then you kind of lose your audience where um Craiger does such a good job i think in this movie of making it not necessarily believable that they would do these things but you understand that why their character one like there's a, some great ju- juxtaposition without getting giving anything away of like there's two different characters that do a very similar thing or, or a very similar decision but they do it for two completely different reasons and each one feels true to their character of why they would go into that spot or why they would go down into the basement or whatever, right? Right. So, like, I think that was actually, you know, really, really well done. Where even though you're like, come on, don't go in there. Are you fucking stupid? And it's just like, you understand why those characters are doing it. And both are, one is very funny and one is very, like, hi, sweet, sweet 
girl, don't go down there. Yeah, and, and, and I think what you're also speaking of as well is also a classic genre trope of, yeah. of usually, you know, if you're if you're thinking of even things like a slasher movie or a home invasion film, you know, characters that are usually terrorized by a force are either ones that are kind of you know, disreputable, amoral types like Justin Long, who plays this, you know, Hollywood actor retreating from an Director. incident. Yeah. And um, AJ, and then you have Campbell's character who, you know, is applying for this, you know, position for a documentary film um, and a filmmaker that she wants to work with. And you, you know, see these characters make these choices and, you know, kind of reflecting who they are. But when you have them in a movie like this or again horror in general you have kind of the more uh amoral um sinner type and then you also have the character who's kind of caught at a crossroads yeah who you know is at a moment who has to make a decision you know fight or flight but also the one that will kind of prove their morality yeah morality as is as, a as, as, yeah. Uh, as a human being yeah and like that, that that's the and moment the movie of, plays with that of and character I think is, right is really great and yeah. um you mem- mentioned how the movie's structured and I, I again i think it's, it's ingenious and um there's a, this isn't also spoiling anything but a great aspect ratio change i love me a good aspect ratio change eric you know that and you don't notice um, it at first because yeah in the the first moment that it happens like usually a lot of filmmakers will kind of draw attention to the screen changing yeah, but what you're kind of drawn in in that first image when it does happen is the color within the, the frame. color and the time period, yeah. right? And like that, um, and the song choice. Yes, exactly. And I think that, like, I I love that kind of stuff. And the movie has a great, a couple great smashes to black, where then it completely kind of restarts. And I think that's where, you know, the stuff they haven't shown in marketing and and, and things like that, where you're like, oh shit, this is very unexpected. And um, there's a giant crowd coming towards us, and <laughs> they don't park in front of us to do something. Oh, and it seems like they are. Um, we'll see what happens there. But anyways, yeah, I know we're dancing around some things, but I really think this is, like we said at the beginning, a movie that just know it's going to be incredibly entertaining. It's going to be a wild ride. Um, if you are a horror fan, I think you will vibe with this. Like I, um, Even if it looks like your typical, not necessarily home invasion, but that whole Airbnb concept of like, is this guy uh, sketchy or not kind of thing. Like, it's not that. That is just kind of the, a, a great setup for the movie, and I think it works really, really well. And then it evolves into something uh, different. And I know people, like, uh, I don't want to say other movies that I would compare it to because that might give certain things away, but some people have compared it to Malignant of last year. Yeah, and in, in um, terms of how the, 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 the genre tonally kind of switches from horror to comedy. Yeah. And and again, you talk to uh, Kreger about sort of the tonal balance and kind of coming from a, a comedic, comedic background as yeah. well and in the way that you, you have people like Jordan Peele and Sam Raimi and also, you know, William Peter Blatty who, you know, wrote The Exorcist and directed The Exorcist Part 3 which is another movie where if you go in not knowing what it is, you might be disappointed that it's not a traditional Exorcist movie but then you'll also be maybe somewhat surprised by how funny and weird it is and mm-hmm. Barbarian definitely is that. that yeah. There are horror movies as well that I could reference in terms of you know what this is emulating but it will give it away and i think it's best to not know no know as little as possible going into this thing and you know try to see it with 
a crowd or a group of people you know like look at your schedule or the listings of the theater and see yeah, if it's go on packed. a friday night or a saturday night and see it like again I'm, I'm that person who does like to go to the movies you know in the morning on a weekend when no one's there but this is that type of movie that you want a packed crowd for and i feel like a lot of people going in will have no idea what yeah. they're getting into which i think will be a lot of fun like you know mainstream audiences that just sees that trailer and goes oh okay it's like you're you know bill skarsgård looks creepy a jump scare and, like, movie yeah basically. yeah, yeah kind yeah. of thing right yeah um, pennywise is in it and yeah. uh and i mean even justin long like 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 having justin long and 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 bill skarsgård you know with it and then even you know um long being in both kevin smith's tusk and the jeepers creepers uh the first film and a bit a little bit a little bit of the second one even though that movie's very problematic <laughs> because of the filmmaker yeah um you know like you have a certain connotation when you think of those actors being in a horror movie so um it's also just interesting to think of like justin long's one of those guys who has always been likable and you know i even though i hate tusk it's interesting to see him in both that movie and this play such a dirtbag. Um, but mm -hmm. his boyish kind of look kind of helps to kind of, you know, disguise some right, of that or question it. A it. Bit, yeah. um, and it's just interesting to see that it's, you know, his perspective of his sort of own backstory and where that yeah. goes. I, I really like that guy too. I, I feel like he had his moment in the like 2000s. He peaked right? and like, accepted with yeah. Jonah Hill. Um, <laughs> ask me about my wiener. wiener. Remember that? Yep. Um, yes, we say that. Jonah Hill is one of his first things, right? Yeah, well, his um, first movie is the 40 year old version. The scene when he goes the to the eBay, eBay store, the, right? The fish, and he wants uh, to buy the fish, the, the disco <laughs> stew <laughs> platform shoes. Good shit. Good shit. Um, but yeah, I, I echo everything that you're saying. I, I, I We're going to cut it here because, again, I don't want to give anything away. So yeah. um, just go see it. It is great. I oh, really, really quickly, like it. Quickly, great tip in this movie how to uh, put together a duvet cover. Oh, yeah. That actually is a great. Uh, a very interesting way but i do um uh they have good chemistry man like I, I think the movie i think all around is is really really solid and and um i can't wait to see what craig does next because it took him so long to do this and he wrote this as well and like, yeah so it seems like uh you know we should mention that he so he started out as um a, a member of the, troupe, yeah, the whitest, the whitest kids, kids you know. know yeah and we already mentioned that he co-directed uh, miss march with the late trevor moore um this is such a departure and and it is always interesting when you see a comedic talent kind of go to a darker mm -hmm. side of their personality and i think horror really lends itself well yeah um to that so uh yeah yeah i think the only real negative thing i have to say about it overall is that some of the social commentary on homelessness and detroit, detroit and like um that, yeah. you know in terms of like a post Automotive, uh, automotive, uh, autom what am I saying that? Like, you worked at GM, um, automotive, mobile, automobile, yeah. sort of. Um, Matt's looking at me there. like I'm just struggling. <laughs> uh, it's day one of TIFF, and uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm having a moment. But in terms of the, the, the ruins of, of not having you know any kind of major production yeah. to to salvage uh, this movie could have taken place in oshawa it could have it, no it really could have i like, mean gm's coming back to oshawa too so but yeah i, I don't leave, think but. it completely nails that because there yeah, is a moment later on where again there's a certain amount of suspension of disbelief yeah where i totally you, know what you're i think saying. you know what you're talking yeah about, and I, like, I totally agree with that where it's like, like you know a character would do more than what they 
are doing, but yeah. at the same time, I understand it's making a point about the person that's yeah, doing it. I agree. Yeah. And again, even, I don't mean to be cryptic and also slurring oh, and bumbling my words and like even an idiot. where this Airbnb is and then yeah. renting it out and stuff. You gotta have to go, all right, you guys didn't do your research? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, like I, I'm pretty sure you would have done your research, but like I get like, they're like, oh, all the hotels are booked because there's a conference Con- in yeah, town. It's a convention like, of some sort. I'm like, all right, that's an easy way to write yourself out of this, but like, but, but being where it is, like, yeah. you think like you'd get there and you'd be like, you know, there's no way I would stay here because there's like, like, no, yeah, you know, and you guys will know when you see the movie. But again, but. I think, as you mentioned, even in talking to Craig again, it earns those moments. Oh, I think it does too. Yeah, uh, my rating, I'm gonna give it a four out of five. I really, really liked it. I'm gonna give it a three and a half out of five, but I am close to giving it a four. It's just that I liked, like, I, I gave Malignant a four originally, so oh, right, yeah. like I'm just like I'm compa- like ratings don't matter, but like and, I'm just saying like I yeah. like Malignant. Malignant I more. I agree that I like Malignant more, just because I think it's even crazier and more unexpected than this movie too. Um, yeah, and just very different, right? Malignant's not trying to do the exact same thing as this movie, but. The automotive um, industry was what automotive. I was trying to there say the whole time, it. and I'm such a bumbling <laughs> buffoon. Uh, I'm going to give it a 4. Eric is it a 3.5. Go check out that interview uh, with Zach Greger. It should be on the Untitled Movie Podcast channel right now. It's just a short little interview, five minutes um, with Zach. Um, great dude, great conversation. Uh, go check that out as well. Uh, Barbarian's now playing in cinemas. Um Eric and I will be reviewing a crap load of movies during the Toronto International Film Festival. Have we began reviewing anything? Not really. Nope. So not at all. Uh, we're going to start to do that now, and then we're on day one. We're going to see a bunch of things tonight, so it's exciting. So uh, on Untitled Movie Reviews, you'll get all those TIFF reviews, so you're already in the right spot. If you're on YouTube, uh, all those reviews will be on YouTube as well. There'll be no technically no moving video but there will be a version on youtube for people if you want that um but uh one stop shop for everything just head over to letterbox which is untitled underscore movies we'll post everything over there uh thank you all for listening or watching as always my name is matt Rohrbeck. you can find more of my work around the internet mostly at untitledmoviepodcast.com and starting on monday uh you can or depending on when you're listening to this it's maybe already premiered uh family feud canada on cbc and cbc gem i double checked this time 7 30 nice do you think there'll be any barbarian questions uh no i dude i this is now a little just tease at questions I wrote. I wrote so many like movie things that I just like not lifted from movies, but inspired by movies. Right. Like I wrote a hot dog fingers question based on everything everywhere all at once. And like, I don't know if any of these will make it in the show. Who knows? But uh, anyways, family feud Canada Monday through Thursday, seven 30 uh, on CBC and CBC gem. So go check that out too. And I'm Eric Merchant. You can find more of my video reviews on rogerstv.com slash cinemascene and on the social medias at EM6211. Until next time. Automotive industry. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.